Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hiya, and welcome to my last ramble through the meteor showers um, that we see during the course of the year. Today, we're looking at the Geminids. We're in December. The Geminids are active between December 6th and December 19th, with the maximum occurring around about December 13th and 14th. Uh, the meteors are called the Geminids because the meteors all appear to come from the constellation of Gemini, the twins. Now, um, as I've said in all of the previous podcasts, some people do tend to call meteors as shooting stars, but they have nothing at all to do with stars. They are literally tiny grains of dust that burn up as they enter the Earth's atmosphere. And these grains of dust are traveling fairly quickly, usually 20 to maybe 50 miles per second. So they hit the Earth's atmosphere and then they burn up and you see a streak of light across the sky. Uh, And of course, as this one's in... um, December, it's always worthwhile if you see one to make a wish because you never know what uh, you might get for Christmas. You never know what Father Christmas might bring you. Now, the the Geminids uh, are rapidly becoming one of the most spectacular, if not the most spectacular, regular meteor shower. Now, I know I've mentioned about the Perseids in August, um, that many, many people watch them and see them um, when on holiday. Now, I know Gemini, uh, because it occurs in December, December's not a time when so many people are actually going to be away on holiday. Um, but... Um, it is rapidly becoming the meteor shower that many astronomers do look forward to simply because it is becoming much the most active one on a regular basis. Um, it, until fairly recently, it used to um, about 80 meteors an hour would be seen. But now the rates very much in the last few years, very much in the 120 to 160 meteors um, per hour. So it really has ramped up the activity here. Um, the, the, the shower itself, uh, now again, I mentioned that meteors are connected with comets. Comets travel around the sun and leave a trail of dust um, behind them. Now, the Geminids are, together with the Quadrantids, the only two major meteor showers that are not connected with um, comets. They're both connected with asteroids. And in this particular case, the Geminids are connected with the asteroid called Phaethon. And... Um, because um, this one is connected with this particular asteroid, the meteors that we see in the sky tend to be a little bit brighter than regular uh, meteors we see. That implies that the grains of dust are a little bit bigger and it actually travels a little bit slower. So whereas the Perseids might be traveling at a speed of maybe 40 miles per second, the Germans are probably traveling about 25 miles per second because they're a bit bigger, they're a bit brighter. We're talking about grains of sand, we're not talking about chunks of rocks. Um, and because they're moving a bit slower, they take a little bit longer to travel across the sky, which does of course mean they are much brighter and much more spectacular as well. Um, so have all of those sorts of things going for this particular shower. Now, um, the Geminids um, seem to have fairly suddenly appeared during the 1860s. In fact, the first report we have them isn't until 1862. Um, so we're not quite sure whether it's quite a narrow 
band of dust in the space that the earth has only just recently started moving into don't forget um as i said comets and asteroids do they travel around the sun they leave this trail of dust behind them think of it more like a giant tire shape of um, dust around the sun but it's not solid it's just literally it's just tiny grains of dust now of course if the earth happens to pass through it that's when we see the meteors but if the earth has only recently started moving through this particular stream that would actually explain why there hadn't been too many reports before 1862 um the first sort of really sort of serious um, investigations seem to be in the 1870s uh, when astronomers start observing more and more of these uh, meteors and uh, it's sort of seen as between sort of 50 to 30 meteors per hour when we're talking over the 1880s and 1890s um, but then when we're coming to the 20th century the rates increase from 15 to 30 meteors now to 40 to 70 meteors per hour um, and that does kind of um, suggest that maybe um, it, the earth has only just moved into the stream um, of dust and it's moving from the very sort of edge where there's not so many um, grains of dust into a slightly thicker area and in fact this is borne out because by the time we get into the 1940s and 1950s um, you know the average rate it is consistently around about sort of 60 per hour and by the 70s it's nudged up to around about the 80 per hour so that does imply that the earth is moving through a slightly denser um, um, area of, of dust um, and again, as with many of these meteor showers in the late 19th century, it's William Denning down in Bristol who does lots of the donkey work, lots of the groundwork, working out exactly where the meteors appear, the fact that they all appear to come from Gemini, hence his name, uh, the Geminids, and he did loads and loads of observations um, of this particular um, shower. And uh, um, so, so we, we've got a fairly good documentation of that. But as I say, in more recent times, um, the uh, meteor shower, the numbers has gone up, up until well over 100 on a really nice clear evening. Um, so that really does sort of suggest that, you know, the Earth is moving through a, a denser patch now. But that, of course, does lead to another issue, doesn't it? And that is that if the Earth has just slowly started entering this um, um, wide um, um area of dust left in space by the asteroid how wide is it and will we reach a point whereby the earth will actually come out the other side could it be that maybe the um, Gemini's is very much sort of a transient um, uh, meteor shower in that it may be around for a few hundred years whereas some of the other meteor showers have been around for thousands of years uh, it's an unknown factor and it's something that uh, astronomers are trying to work out as they try and study what's going on um, and um, as I say, there, there are suggestions that, uh, you know, when we go beyond uh, the year 2100, we may well be sort of just drifting out of the, the, the Geminid stream, which would be a great shame because it is a splendid and a very, very spectacular uh, meteor shower just on the run up towards um, Christmas time. We just have to wait and see. But clearly, um, since the 19th century, the numbers have regularly um, uh, increased in, in number. And um, this will be logged and documented. So we just got to see what happens um, for the future there. So there we have it. Um, meteor showers. We've had a look at the eight 
biggest, most regular meteor showers we see during the course of the year, from the Quadrantids in January um, right through to the Geminids in December. Yes, some of them are more spectacular than others, but they're all... Um, produce um, some meteors each year so there's always something for people to watch and certainly the meteor astronomers are always um, watching out for things and although I haven't mentioned it um, lots of meteor work is actually done by radio so the radio astronomers are monitoring the meteor showers all the time and they often see lots more than we do visually and they can certainly pick up the meteors when they um, destroy themselves in that um, streak of light they produce some various um, um, wavelengths that the radio astronomers can pick up and in fact they can also do uh, work on meteor showers that occur in the daytime as well because there are meteor showers there that obviously we can't see because um, the sky is just too bright um, well I hope you've enjoyed our little trawl through the um, this, this, this is a little selection of uh, meteor showers we can see throughout the year if you have any questions please do contact me at my website www.theramblingastronomer.co.uk and I look forward to your company next time when we have a ramble through another topic of astronomical interest cheerio Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.